0: Now most of you might think that lube is only for, I don't know, older women who get dry down there or for couples who've been having sex with each other for such a long time that nobody gets excited anymore, but that is not true. Sometimes you need a little bit of extra help. Maybe you're going for one of those marathon sex sessions, maybe you're doing some anal, maybe um, you're trying out a new toy, but sometimes you really need lube, but you don't want to go and buy that shitty store-bought drugstore lube that, you know, smells weird, might burn you, gets sticky, is just all around really gross. I've been working in the porn industry for over 20 years, and I got to tell you that performers are very particular about their lube. They know the stuff that works well. And everybody loves this new lube called Woo that I've been bringing to set. It's all organic, it's non-GMO, it's antifungal, it's antibacterial, and it tastes and smells delicious. So, trust me, if it works for porn sets... It's going to work perfectly for you at home. So, you guys definitely want to try out this new lube called WOO. That's W O O. And you can go to wooforplay.com to pick up your bottle. And if you enter a discount code HOLLY, you will get 10% off plus free domestic shipping. So, that's wooforplay.com, W O O F O R P L A Y.com, and enter discount code HOLLY for your special deal. Trust me, you will not regret it.
1: Mom, what do you think your best anal sex tip is?
0: Anal? (laughs) Why is everybody into anal these days? My mom is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime and clown.
1: We host a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. This is where my mom and I will talk weekly with different interesting sex related guests like porn stars, Mormons, comedians, or my ex lovers.
0: And we like to destigmatize the whole discussion about sex.
1: So if you want to hear a mom and son comedy duo talk about sex, go wherever you're listening to podcasts, type in Sex Talk with My Mom, and subscribe. And if you like it, leave a rating and review.
0: Today in the studio, I have the amazing Tara Patrick. I am so excited to see her. I haven't seen her in such a long time. I've known this woman for... Many, many years. She actually started her career working for my mom, Suze Randall. My mom shot all of her magazine layouts, her penthouse centerfold. And uh, I've shot a lot of stuff on Tara as well for her website, terrapatrick.com. And she recently moved to Italy and she is back visiting and she's going to tell us all about. Um, Her new life in Italy, her new marriage, and basically how life has really changed for her. So I'm very excited to have her here. So without further ado, let's welcome Tara Patrick on Holly Randall Unfiltered. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered. And if you're listening to this on um the audio version on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. I am releasing this on my birthday. So even though right now it's not my birthday, when you listen to this, it's my motherfucking birthday. So happy birthday to me and my birthday present to myself <laughs> is having the in the Undisputable uh. queen, fucking
1: Mrs. Tara Patrick. Yay! Thank you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Are you gonna <laughs> pop out of the cake now? I would love <laughs> to. Yes, I'll, I'll pop out of one of your cups. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll squeeze myself in there. No, happy, happy birthday, and thank, thank you. you for having me. Are I'm, you me? I'm really me? excited. Yeah. I'm so
0: okay. First of all, you look fucking amazing. Thank like you, you. look,
1: <laughs> you haven't aged at all. I keep hearing that. I think At it's all. Asian. Yeah, my, but my mom takes full credit for that. Of you course. know, my mom. When fans will come up to us because she lives in Vegas, mm-hmm. they'll go, "Oh, your daughter." She go, "Oh, she get from me." This is, <laughs> oh, that's the first thing my mom says, and then she gets excited when she sees fans. You yeah. know, but they're like, "Wow, this is your mom," and yeah, she's a little dragon lady. But that's so f- yeah. yeah. Your mom's hilarious. She's I get from her, so yeah. it's Asian. You know. Yeah,
0: I hope. I mean, I love my mother, but I hope I don't age like her. <laughs> She never wore sunscreen or anything like that. So Yeah, she's still – she works hard though. I mean she's yeah. out
1: there with the horses oh, yeah. and she's always – She's still
0: riding – well, you know she lost an eye to a horse, right? Yes. Yeah, that was- so – she got kicked in the face on her birthday,
1: and I think her um, pelvis or her collarbone. Oh I remember. yeah, she well she's she's, had, she's, she's, she's broken the, that.
0: That was a different time. Yeah,
1: but she's I mean she's in the trenches. Like, yeah, with she's the, at
0: the, in the hospital like once a year for injuries <laughs> with fucking horses, and like you know she still rides like three horses a day. There's no stopping her.
1: Wow, she
0: is she is a powerhouse. That is for sure. I wish I hope I have like half the energy that she does when I'm her age. I don't have half the
1: energy that she has now. No, I know. I was I was gonna say that. I don't
0: know how she do it. Does it? I actually saw her yesterday, and uh, she told me to make sure that she sends you her love.
1: Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, she was my um, first. Yes. Suze Randall. So yes. a lot of people always... Ask like what was the first thing I did and I was like, Well, I got naked for Suze Randall. <laughs> and um she put me on the cover of I believe it was Sherry.
0: Yeah. That Sherry about magazine. Right. Yeah.
1: God, what were those magazines back Sheree, in the Sherry
0: Sherry. or Sherry. Actually, I'm not even Is sure. Sherry, Sherry Patreon. I, don't know. I know, right? <laughs> how
1: do we say it? I don't know.
0: But yeah, uh, High Society. Club. It was actually I'm sorry, Club, it was Club.
1: Club International and Genesis. Club. Genesis. Yeah. All of those
0: magazines.
1: Swank. Yeah. I back, did everyone. Yep. Suze shot me um beautiful huge gorgeous i mean my penthouse centerfold my oh, penthouse pet centerfold yeah. which was february yes. of 2000 sue's built a giant photo frame we still have that you in still the garden have the frame? i swear <laughs> to god it is still there <laughs> do you get in there every once in a while i have like, actually you know. used it to shoot
0: um it the was last amazing. time i used it i shot chloe Teray for her playboy cyber girl of the year shoot oh, okay and i totally um took inspiration from your shoot
1: it was incredible yeah. it was incredible but you know so- I I actually
0: might have that print here. I'm not even joking because I brought a bunch some. of framed photos in and okay. I think that's one of them. So after this podcast, remind me to go
1: look in the other room because I think I might be here. Everybody, well, someone maybe can win it. Woo! No, it's, um, it was, those sets were incredible and I remember shooting at the ranch and I remember... Sue's hiking down, and she's like, oh, there's a bike down here. Get down here. And I'm like, now I've got to hike down there. But we did. We propped mm-hmm. this bike up, and we shot with— Was that the like yellow racing the bike? The motorcycle, yes. yeah. So whoever that was, thank you. We yeah. loved your bike. It was awesome. I, I rode a, all over it. It was I a great set. And then yeah. we
0: did—what um, else did we do? So I know you did the picture frame for that. I know you did the bike shot for that. Um, one of my favorite shoots of you is actually the all the prints that I just had you sign yes, for the patron members. Yeah, um, the Asian garden.
1: It was like a lotus, like yes. the lotus flowers was that and cherry for blossoms. Plant house. That was for Sherry. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So the funny thing is that that set is really the three are that one. That one's really recognized. Mm-hmm. The one in the picture frame, and then everybody loves that deep emerald green latex. So yes, that was my pet of the year. Yes, uh, centerfold. Uh, that was. February of 2002, and I it was the first time I ever wore latex. Yeah. So, yeah, she it's bought me this beautiful bright green. On. Oh, my – and I remember she was like, <laughs> you know, baby powdering me and yeah. then oiling it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those those days, you know, when I started sh- – I started shooting in 1999. So mm-hmm. 1999, 2000, 2001 – I think we started at eight in the morning and we finished at nine, 10 at night. And I'd yeah. be at the gas station filling up my car with big old hair, yeah, you know, yeah. like three pairs of eyelashes. Yeah. But I would not wash my face. I'm like, someone is taking me out. I'm it, not wasting. Don't waste I'm, your makeup I'm not wasting face. My makeup. <laughs> I don't care if I've been in reverse pile driver for twelve hours. Yeah. I'm going somewhere tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. looking like this. I mean, incredible. Just the the production was incredible. And
0: those were the days that we could spend all day just shooting pictures. And nowadays, yeah. it's like. So we were talking about this before the podcast. And if you guys are a member of my Patreon, you'll actually be able to see the little talks that we have before we go live. (laughs) And we were talking about how, you know, like the whole glamour... Photo thing like doesn't exist anymore, you know. Yeah. And um, how how we were talking about pointing toes, which is very important yes. to me. And how a and lot hands. of hands and elegant hands, hands, elegant hands, no golem
1: hands, no, you know? golem no. <laughs> hands, no back
0: of the hand, no, back no of bit hands. like always sideways with like you see like the gradation of the fingers. Very important stuff. Yeah, very important. And a lot of people don't don't focus on that anymore because no, the details. You don't have the time, and so I shoot these girls, and they have no idea how to pose, and I'm and I'm nitpicking about all these these little things, and they're like, "This bitch is crazy! Like, what is she
1: doing?" And like, you know, don't get that electrical outlet in there. And oh my yeah. god!
0: Don't get me started about electrical outlets; they uh, make me insane. I know everything and that drives like, you crazy. Clients
1: don't Photoshop it out, and it makes me
0: nuts. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. Tags. Tags are a big thing for Tags me. Too. Like, I don't want to see Mm-mm. the stickers on the bottoms of shoes yeah. or in the clothes. I mean, I tell girls, you know, also when you come and you arrive and you have that. Moment to prepare all your stuff and lay it out. Just cut the tags out yeah. or tuck them in. You yeah. know, I mean, use a baby wipe on the bottom of your feet. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's so much discussion about. You know, I. I mean, of course, we're all on Twitter and social mm-hmm. media, and I try to just kind of log in and log off now because I see so many, so much nitpicking. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes I feel like it's constructive. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's something I always. These little things I try to advise and tell mm-hmm. the girls. This is stuff that Sue's took the time to. talk to me about before I was shooting. She made sure that my skin didn't look ashy and dry, Mm -hmm. and I was completely prepared. So, you know, like you're saying, all these little details add up to just a beautiful product. Yeah. I mean, this is what you want to be proud of. This is your work, your body of work. It's just frustrating, though, these days
0: because, you know, you don't have much time to shoot. Pictures, you know, it's all about the video. And nowadays I'm shooting like two scenes a day, which at least like girl-girl or boy-girl scenes because like just financially, like that's the only way I can make it work. And so I find, honestly, I find myself sometimes rushing through the pictures and letting stuff slide that normally I would never let slide. But you lay awake at night. Ah! (laughs) It's frustrating for me, but at some point it's like, you know what I mean? What am I going to do? Either I'm going to end up spending, you know, all this extra money to do uh, a shoot, you know, for the, like the location and stuff like that, which, you know, is going to eat into my bottom line, which is already shrinking as it is. Right. And like a lot of the audience these days, I feel like, or I don't know, the clients um, don't notice that stuff anyways. So sometimes I'm like, why do I even. I don't want to turn this into a whole bitching thing. No, Sometimes well, I feel like I come on and I just complain no, all the time. But no, no, it's no. just so different, you know. I'm
1: happy to hear your perspective about it though, because one thing that I focus on, so I retired in two thousand eight, and mm-hmm. I, when I say retired, I mean I'm not off on some island like drinking patron. But um <laughs> I completely stopped shooting hardcore. Yeah, and that was like that's the people I still get on Twitter every day. Come back! I'm like, what? What am I going to come back to? Finally, first of all, it's been eleven years. Like, if I haven't gone back, I just want to tell you guys, uh, thank you. But it's just, I'm not going back. Like, it's been so long, and uh, like we talked about, I kind of just saw. Even within my own uh, productions, because I was doing my own productions, I kind of just saw where it was heading, the business was heading, and Mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, this isn't going to – I want to go out – with my best work. Right. You know, I don't want to be shooting scenes not on the budgets that I can't. I just didn't want to to not make it look good anymore. Right. When I found myself having to compromise my content, yeah. I said, this doesn't make me look good as right. a performer. right? Because I'm also a performer. I don't just own the company, I'm doing the work. And I right. would never want my fans or anyone to think, you know, she didn't look good or she didn't perform good. So I kind of thought this might just be a good time to step away and transition into something else. And I do so many personal appearances now. I still dance. I love it. I mm-hmm. still do a lot of the trade shows, and I actually hear a lot of guys tell me they want the glamour to come back. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you do see it with some companies, kind so of. Bringing I think they it do notice.
0: I just think but that not most of them. Yeah, yeah, because it's just so hard financially to make it work because people don't pay for their product anymore.
1: Well, and I think that you know it, it's always that circle of conversation where we say, "Would they?" You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. our guys asking for this, and like, and then part of us wants to say well, you have to pay for it, you know? I mean, the business model has changed, Mm -hmm. like, beyond. Like, we were just talking about, like, stepupyourass.com, or I don't know, there's, like, a million different ways for girls to chop up their content and sell it. And I always say... It's okay to have, you know. You should never put all your eggs in one basket, but I see so many girls with fifty eggs in fifty different baskets. Yes. and I don't know how they manage. It's
0: crazy. I did a count the other a uh, couple months ago, and I have like seventeen different streams of revenue, yeah. and none of them are like a sig- very significant. I mean, honestly, like most of it comes in from me shooting for other people, for other clients, like Twisties and now Naughty America. Um, but, uh, a lot of it is just little tiny amounts, but like, I need all of them. Sure. I need all of them. And then like it, you know, it adds up to something that like is
1: somewhat sustainable. Well, (laughs) and you find like one client, like, likes Snapchat and then you find one likes customs and then you find one likes fetish. So I can, I do kind of see how the girls, I see how their mind works, Mm -hmm. you know? And I say girls because when I left in 2008, there's like a whole slew of talent. I just, I've never met. Mm -hmm. I, I, I see so many girls on Twitter. We follow each other other, but I, I've never met them. Yeah. Like, I think... Even when I do the Exotica shows, there's – yeah, it's just – there's, like, this huge gap of talent that Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, and a lot
0: of girls, like, come in and then they leave immediately, you know? Like, not a lot of people have
1: longevity. Or stay – yeah, they stay. Yeah. I was really excited to – it's funny. I was signing – I've signed a few times next to her, but we'd never actually gotten to meet um, Adriana Chechik. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we signed next to each other at the last show, and it was cool. We got to say hi, and I like her a lot. Yeah, I think she's – Great. She's so, very
0: cool. She's very dirty. She's very beautiful yes. and
1: super dirty. I think she's an incredible performer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's
0: one of those like you know rare girls that's like gore, like could get away mm. with maybe not being so hardcore because she's so pretty, right. but like is and like loves it. Like naturally is into it. You know. And I think the audience recognizes when sure. you're faking it and when you're into it. And I think that that's
1: probably why she's been so successful. I completely agree, and that's why I like her. Like she's one of the few that I think that really stands out. She's authentic in that way, which
0: I think is important because if you're going to do all that crazy shit, you better be into it. That's what makes
1: me, (laughs) that's what I wonder. I mean, I see so many girls doing like, super hard just super and part of me like I'm not a naysayer but part of me sitting there going yeah okay like you just you're dying for four cocks in your ass like really (laughs) I mean really I mean they they put this image I get it I get that we have to create some fluff to put out there on Twitter but I'll see some girls going going on my 18th hour of masturbating I'm like okay girl you know I mean it's like (laughs) I masturbate like once a month dude I'm so like, (laughs) how can you go 18 hours and then her Twitter is like I need help go fund me my dog's dying and then yeah. two hours later, I just ha- I just got booked for a ten guy gangbang. I'm yeah. like, this is the most entertaining Twitter like I've <laughs> ever. But it's it's yeah, it's bananas. Like there's just really so much that I mean, if you did anal, it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I don't ever remember every movie having to be every movie having to be anal. I yeah. mean, maybe we had one scene. Yeah, yeah, in a movie,
0: and now you've got a whole website. You know, like Tushy. I just had Abigail Mac and Caden Cross on. Um, talking about Abigail's anal showcase on t- Tushy, and that whole website is anal. Yeah, that's it's all, all it anal, is. and you know, obviously, it does it does well
1: because people are into that. But well, I think his particular product though is quite stylized. Oh yes. so I think it's probably Absolutely. that might be. I mean, you get so many people that say, you know, oh, you would have never been as popular as you were back then, you know, now because you didn't do anything. I'm yeah. like, I mean, it was a different time for mm-hmm. sure, but also I. think Think, I just don't think that this, like we said, it was a gradual shift mm-hmm. now to, because I, where can we go from here? Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, some of the quadruple anal, where do you yeah. go from that? Do you do anal backflips? I mean, I don't know. What oh, it actually, does. I mean, where did you do You know, like, who literally does something like that is
0: Prince. Do you know Prince? Uh uh-uh. uh. Prince, um, he does like this crazy this crazy move where like literally he'll be eating a girl out and he does this like, or like she's on his dick and then he does like this backflip with her, I shit you not.
1: And they end up in say. like another position. It's like it's so it's insane. Okay, it's, so we've already done that. So yes, where do we go yes, from there exactly? I mean, yeah, but it's crazy. Like it's just I really sometimes look and I just think, what can you where does your career go after that? Yeah. You know, I mean, we were no pun intended. We were able to stretch out, you know. <laughs> Some of our some of our careers. So, right. I mean, you didn't do anal right away because then where else – what else would be the allure to have you? And right. also companies that had you under contract weren't eager to kind of push out, you right. know, all the extreme stuff out there. Right. I remember Chloe. She was really known for fisting. And oh, I yes. Fisting thinking, Chloe, yeah. the redhead. Yeah. And I remember thinking that was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean – Now it's par for the course. Now it's anal backflip fisting, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what are you doing nowadays, like in terms of like what you're doing? So you have a um, you do clips, clip stuff, right? Like, well, tell, I, tell the fans, like, where they can find your new content. Like, where are you distributing stuff? Where are you now? Where is she
1: now? Where are they now? <laughs> so, I could just, I only stopped shooting uh, hardcore, boy girl hardcore, right. but I still have terrapatrick.com. Uh-huh. I think it's my 16th or 17th birthday. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I still have a lot of my archived content on there, mm-hmm. you know, from Suze and I shooting all mm-hmm. of my boy girl content, all of my television stuff. I update it uh, weekly with like photos. So I still shoot. I still mm-hmm. get naked, but um, I kind of just only shoot for myself doing mm-hmm. glamour stuff. I do do... I will sell... Um Uh, I do every once in a while sell clips, but they're more like fetishy, like smoking or latex, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what I'm into. Right. And of course the glamour. And, uh, you know, funny enough, I started about three years ago webcamming through Mm -hmm. my website and I really like it. I always have. I just never had a lot of time to do it full Mm -hmm. time. So I do a lot of webcam shows on my site and I moved to Italy.
0: Yes, you definitely moved to Italy. Three years ago, I moved to Italy. I left LA. How did that whole thing come about, and what made you finally decide to move there? That's a big move.
1: That was a huge move. So in 2015, I got an offer. uh, I've always loved feature dancing, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've done a lot. I mean, I've been to 90 countries, and I've probably danced in 40 of them. So I've done a lot of feature dance shows. I got an offer to work with a company, uh, for a year in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, come out for a month. We have 20 shows, you know, for you. Let's just do like a test run. Mm-hmm. I went, uh, that year. I did my shows in about a month and a half. And it's definitely different going to a country mm-hmm. and being a tourist versus actually living there. Right. But when I came back to LA from Italy, I, I was sad. I found that. I felt like something was there for me. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure, but I thought, you know what? I can always come back here. Mm-hmm. I invested in some property. My parents are here. Mm-hmm. I can work from anywhere. I'm just going to go. And I packed two suitcases. I took my daughter, who was three at the time. And, yeah, I I think it was about – I mean, of course, I, I went online. I figured out the logistics, like how to get an apartment. You know, it really wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. And it was. it was just what was pulling me – it was pulling me to do that, mm-hmm. and I it wasn't
0: hard to like do, get a visa, like immigration.
1: No, it took me the whole entire process took about six months. Mm-hmm. So I came back here to the U.S. Um, my house, both my houses, sold within mm-hmm. three months. So I was like, "This is just the universe telling me that yeah. I need to go." You know, right. everything just happened seamlessly, and so. I said, uh, that was the next step, you know, getting over there and getting, um, a permit, a permiso de soggiorno, a permit mm-hmm. of stay, getting my daughter enrolled in school. But you know what? I find all of that. That's all stuff I would have had to do here too. So mm-hmm. I thought every, because I would just hear, aren't you scared? I'm like, of what? Like, first of all, Italy is such a, it's an incredibly beautiful country. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a very, I mean, every country, everyone has their, their problems or their, their mm-hmm. things, but you kind of just have to see, like, what do you want out of life and what are you willing to let go of for me it was just a new adventure like i had a very comfortable beautiful life here but i wasn't growing mm. i'm like i'm just going to stay here in la and kind of stay i mean i was enjoying it yeah. yeah and so i thought i'd rather just grow and do something new i've always wanted to work as a chemist i saw really i saw a lot of different opportunities for me over there mm-hmm. you know uh so it's been 3 years i got married it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to find it. No, I'm just kidding. I, I <laughs> met my husband a few months after I arrived. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just been an incredible journey, and I love it. And I mean, I get the best of both worlds. I still come back here, mm-hmm. and I, I work a bit, and I see my family. But my soul just, it's very happy over there. Our yeah. day-to-day life over there is very happy.
0: Yeah, I love Italy. The One of the best vacations I ever took was I went with my dad to Italy. Where did you go? Um, we went to Rome. Oh, we yeah. went to. To, um
1: Naples of and we course. went to Capri. Oh Capri. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, of oh course my Capri. God. Yeah. Like
0: the most beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Just Capri's like incredible. just this had it had this heady scent about it, you know, like just the air smelled good and it was everything was white and clean and oh my god, it was just incredible. <laughs> so you're gonna
1: come visit me soon. I'm, I'm gonna dying see you. You, to you, go you back can to to Italy. stay with me. You have yeah, That's absolutely. absolutely. Oh. I'll take you around. I was gonna go, I was
0: telling you before, I was gonna go for my birthday, and um then it just didn't work out. Out, like financially, I just couldn't support it because I had all these. You know, it was well, a rough year get for your, me.
1: Well, if you get yourself there, I'll smooth you out. We'll go to Capri and, okay. I'll, and I'll take you to Tuscany too. Well, we my, to, so
0: my cousin actually runs a villa in Tuscany, so I was see. able. I was going to stay there for free, but it was like even just getting the flights over there and stuff. It was rough. But I'm, you know, next year I think we'll, we'll try <laughs> to go. I've got you, yeah. And yeah. then I
1: don't know if you'll come back. You might not come back. I know. Too. <laughs> I know. Honestly, like I loved
0: Italy. The food, the people yeah. were so friendly. Um, just the history. And you know, my dad is like a Greek and Roman scholar, so going with him, especially to Rome, was like having my own personal tour guide. Right. Just knew everything. It was just like it was a really magical trip. Like I have a very like soft spot in my heart for Italy. And, you know, like I love, you know, those stupid movies like Under the Tuscan Sun sure. and like Eat Pray Love, you know, and they talk mm. about how I don't know life is different there and it kind of slows down and you yeah. know I don't know in LA we're so like caught up in our image and how much money we make and what car we drive and and don't get me wrong I love LA and I, I grew up here and my family's here and I mean honestly like I kind of can't imagine living somewhere else but I, I don't know there's something very like romantic about Italy.
1: Well, and you learn a lot about yourself too. You know, I still keep in touch with a lot of – I mean, I'll always stay in the industry somehow. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always said like I will never denounce the business. I love my work. I love my fans. I am grateful that it has been – almost 12 years that I've not shot, but I am still able to go to Exotica. I'm still able to go to the shows and my fans still come to see me and Mm -hmm. talk to me. I mean, I wrote Sinner Takes All, my first memoir in 2009 when I left the industry. So January of this year, 2019, I wrote a follow-up called Happy Ending. And that talks about my life now. And- Now is that out yet? It's going to come out for Christmas, so it'll pre-sell at Christmas. You'll get a very first copy. Yeah, you can read it. And it just, you know, our lives take a lot of different paths, Mm -hmm. and that's something about the adult industry that I, I know everyone finds fascinating. Is Mm -hmm. people think you can do nothing else? They Mm -hmm. kind of just think that you're stuck. And people have always asked me, what you know, but what you do, you know, you're so stigmatized. I'm like, no, I'm not. I mean, that's other people's perception, Mm -hmm. but I've been able to move to another continent. I have an entirely different life. I'm still working here in doing what makes me comfortable and Mm -hmm. happy, but my day to day life, like you said, has slowed down a lot. Also, it was my choice to, you know, sometimes you just, I I just wanted to grow differently. I wanted to learn another language. Mm -hmm. I wanted to just see another part of the world. I love LA. I love America, but I've, I don't need to be more famous. I don't need to do more of the same – I don't need to shoot anymore. I don't need to do more of the same stuff. Let me go see what else is out there. And I think that's just how we grow as people. We become grateful and we become appreciative. And it just – what you do every day has such a huge impact on your psyche. Mm -hmm. So – and now that I'm raising a daughter, that's really important to me. Yeah. Is that, you know, I don't mess her up. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. So, in
0: what being in Italy, do you find that, like, either are you less, are people less judgmental of what you do? Do people recognize you less than, like, when you come here? Like, is it just the way that you're like the people there, are you treated differently there than you are here?
1: You know, the, the short answer would be no. And I say this because my first experience going abroad, so in the year 2000, we used to have the, well, when they, when they had the Cannes Film Festival, mm-hmm. we used to have the Hot Door mm-hmm. award show. I remember that. Right? Yeah. So, I know, right, I'm taking you way back. I know. So, um, I won, that was my first award, Best New American Starlet. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, like, being on the beach with all the other European porn stars like Rocco Soffredi, yeah. um, Dolly Golden, you know, but yeah. over there, we were treated like normal film stars because right. it ran at the same time as the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. So I can remember having like a police escort. I can remember it was just a, a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, Julia and a lot of us had gone over there and we used to love it because like you said, I don't know if the stigma changes. You know, of course, what, what we do is still not mainstream mm-hmm. completely. I of mean, course. and as it shouldn't be. It should only be for consenting adults right. and for people who can appropriately Watch it or consume it, but I do find that they are a little bit more relaxed, Mm -hmm. and I do find that like when I come here and I say relaxed, because I've had guys come up to me when I'm eating, and they just they're just like really demanding about an autograph and a picture, and I'm like it's kind of all in how you approach someone. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they'd approach Jessica Alba that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if just being having have jerked off to me, makes me a little more, there's no barrier there. Yeah,
0: I feel like from what I've learned, heard from other porn (laughs) stars, like Lisa Ann's talked about this, about how because you're, you know, a porn star, people think they know you in like an intimate way that mm-hmm. they don't know other people and they feel like they have more of a right to touch you, right. to, you know, that kind of Say thing. Say
1: things to you. Right. In, like in front of like your family, you know <laughs> what I mean? even just the poor waiter that's yeah. standing there. So there was a waiter once. And, I'm, and listen, I will always oblige. I try not to draw too attention to mm-hmm. myself. I don't like to stand up in an airport and take pictures with people. Like I, I kind of just, I'm a little more, um, not ashamed or anything, but I just don't like to attract attention. Ton of attention, but of course I'll I'll always oblige, but not when I'm eating or not when. So I remember having a a guy once and he there was a waiter there getting ready to like pour me water or something, and he said, So when I was 10, I went, whoops, like that. (laughs) And then the waiter almost dropped like his, you know, canister of water because and then the guy showed away, I'm like, we're gonna say 18. Yeah. We're just going to say 18. Yeah. Like, I get that you were young, and they yeah. think it's an age thing. This is like, I really just want to tell the guys out there, that's not what it is. I just don't need a visual of you that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know why they think it's flattering to tell you that. Yeah. Like, But, um, yeah, like you said, I just feel like sometimes there's no filter, or yes. there's no – they forget their manners, or they yes. forget that, you know, we appreciate you consuming our product. I appreciate The great opportunities I've had and the great life that you give us by, Mm -hmm. you know, promoting us and helping us and supporting us. But there's a time and a place to kind of be a fan. And in Europe, I find they respect that a lot more. I think it's just that, you know – when I go out with my husband and we're eating dinner, people really just don't bother you. They'll come up to us after maybe when we're walking away. In the clubs that I feature at, I find the guys are just more polite. Maybe it's just a cultural thing. I yeah. think Italians are very proud people. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, um, they're also very respectful. Appearance is very important to them. They don't mm-hmm. want to say anything wrong. They don't want to do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. My husband actually had no clue who I was. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, so uh, he googled me after seeing me for the first time. How did you meet him? He's a defense attorney. He's a criminal defense attorney. So uh, my boyfriend mm, works in law too. I know. Yeah. Well, you're just drawn to their intelligence. (laughs) You know how intelligent they are, and also how different. Like we're kind of like the forbidden. I,
0: I love that it's. Yeah, I love being with someone who has nothing to do with my industry, like whatsoever. We have completely different careers, and I love the fact too that he actually doesn't really give a shit what I do. Exactly. He loves, he cares in the sense that he wants me to be happy sure, and he wants to be fulfilled and he wants me to be successful, but he doesn't actually care that I do porn.
1: Right. No, they don't. Well, and I think too, like from a business perspective too, like he's there as a good sounding board for me. Like obviously we, I don't need to hash out all, I'm sure you too all the details with him, but he always wants to make sure that I'm safe, that I'm not getting screwed over, that, you know, the people around me, I'm working with good ethical people. You know, it's funny too, because I think that sometimes in social um, um, circles when I've brought him. I don't. Oh, I brought him to uh Exotica, mm-hmm. and Lisa Ann was hilarious. She's like, "Okay, Alberto, I'm preparing you. It's like a porno garage sale." So, was <laughs> like, so true. So he was like, <laughs> "What is garage sale?" Like, you know, he's trying to at first grasp what's a garage sale. Right. Like the porno part didn't even phase him. He right. was like, "What's a garage sale?" Like, are we? Does this show in a garage? Like, uh, because I'm sure it was literal to him. English yeah. is not his first language, right. so we talk in English. We communicate in English, right. which um. Now his English is perfect, but that night he was going to serve a client, and so that client said, "Hey, there's like an American porn star here featuring. You should go talk to her because you speak English." Yeah, and he did. He came over and he said, Ciao. "Wait," he, so
0: he went to the club he to go to serve the club, a client. Yes, oh, okay. and
1: that client actually ended up actually being one of the best men at our wedding. You know, because oh, he God, was like, funny. "I did something good," you know, but. um, he came over to me and he said, ciao. And I was like, ciao. But he meant hi and I meant bye. Cause ciao is yes, like, hello and same. goodbye. Cause yeah. I was like, no, 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 beautiful Italian man. You yeah. are not working this American girl. Like, yeah. I've been here three months and I am, I'm focused. Right. I'm just going to focus on my, you know, love has a way of. I think also in this business too, I've been at the top of my career, you know, many mm-hmm. times and, you know, some guy will creep in and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like yeah. it's very difficult to balance Because you don't know like
0: who wants to be with you because like – you're Tara Patrick or who wants to be with you because of who you are as opposed to like what you are. Like I can imagine that's difficult to discern.
1: Well, that and the benefits, let's face yeah. it. I mean, even friendships, you know, you'll have people hang out with you cause they think they're going to hook up with Tori Black or they're yeah. going to, you know, they're going to go to an award show with you yeah. or, Oh, Holly, what, can I come on set? No, yeah. this is a professional set. Oh, this yeah, is totally. my job.
0: My boyfriends are not allowed to come on set. You
1: know, I mean, mm-hmm. and what are the things going to happen anyway? Yeah. Like in mid scene, I'm going to turn around and go, you're the guy I need to fuck, no,
0: yeah this I know, guy right? like
1: has that porno been made? You know what I mean? We all have
0: orgies afterwards. Exactly. Don't you know? Everybody in the crew after a 15-hour day, we're exhausted. And then we just all jump into bed together.
1: Yeah. So you're like, what do you think's going to happen? But that's just kind of like we talked about going back to earlier about, you know, there's a stigma, right? But Mm -hmm. then there's also the reverse where people are just too excited to Mm -hmm. be associated with you or too excited to know you. So it's, I think that in all facets of the industry, it's kind of a lot of times like, what can you do for me? Right, it's an it's a business of opportunity. Yes, you know, yeah.
0: So you met him. He said ciao, and you said ciao. Bye, bye, ciao,
1: bye, ciao. But he found uh, the next three uh, clubs I was featuring at, and he sent roses. And then he sent wine. and what? then. He okay. Came. Were you a little bit like weird about that? At I first? was. Cause if yeah, a guy um, like was sending me roses, I didn't know. I'd be like, this guy's such a creep. When well, like, he wrote that on the card, he wrote the nice stalker. So I was like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, but you know what I found that was different. And I think that this is just a life uh, lesson that we eventually start to learn mm-hmm. is that it's all about action, not intentions. Mm-hmm. So he, when a man, Proves to you with his actions that he's interested in you. I'm not talking about little texts like, hey, I might show up at two in the morning. Mm -hmm. When he physically comes to pick you up, brings you flowers, picks up the phone and calls you, this is a clear indication that someone is serious about getting to know you, Mm -hmm. you know? And he was. I mean, he took me to, you know, beautiful dinners and, you know, it was just, he knew I was new. He romanced new. you. Well, and he, he romanced me, but he also knew that I'm coming from an entirely different continent mm-hmm. culture. I'm here in another country. I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. He took the time to make me comfortable. That was, like, first and foremost. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure he had, like, pile driver in his head. Yeah. But, you know, well, he's, a man. he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, he, there was interest there, but it, he took the time to make me comfortable and understand that, you know, he he wanted he was proud of his country and he was proud of his you know city and he really wanted me to be comfortable and mm-hmm. he um was just very very uh good about following through with that so it took about took almost four months and then finally I said, okay I'm ready and yeah our first day I think our first like big date out of town was we went to massive attack we both love oh, massive cool. attack yeah in Milan so massive
0: attack's amazing I
1: love them well and back to you know what we talked about with Italy like we would go to Tuscany I mean I'm sorry like I I, I will say like I mean he took me to Cortina he took me to the Dolmites I mean it was like there's no place you could go in Italy. And not fall in love. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, I feel like if he would have met me over here, like I'm trying to think of the equivalent of where I could have taken him to Santa Barbara. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which, by the way, yeah, exactly. But it's not. It's not.
0: You know. It's not Capri.
1: It's not Capri. Catalina
0: Island is not Capri. Capri. Well, we'll yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) No, he likes it here. He's been to the U.S. with me about um, six, seven times now. He's met my family. Mm -hmm. He loves it. You know, love just it is. He's he has told me. You know, that was kind of my first. um, That was the big conversation we had that we had to get out of the way. Was I said to him? You know. I, he wasn't ashamed to walk down the street with me. I mean, mm-hmm. he would hear it. You know, he's a lawyer. He's a very high-profile lawyer in mm-hmm. his city. He's a defense attorney. And he, you know, he had a few cl- uh, other lawyers and he had a few people say, you know, what are you doing with her? Like, yeah. she's a porn star. And he was like he, – he didn't even address it because he yeah. said these are not people – anyone who who loves you and respects you, everyone else – like even my close friends, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you accept – you 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 get to know someone before yeah. you judge them on right. their character. Yeah, what the character that they present to you and who they are—that's what you have to go by, yeah. not by their title or right. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. I think it takes, and I think it takes a special kind of man to be able to you know, not let that intimidate them. Absolutely. Not let them, you know, like kind of be worried about what other
1: people are thinking. Well, if they defend the worst of the worst. Yes. Like he, I mean, he he laughed because he was like, I mean, he was like, she's not, what has she done wrong? Like, he's like, I absolve criminals from like, yeah. She's done nothing criminal, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like, and I, made I a lot of him, people happy, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And no, he said that you know I, um, I think he's incredibly brave. Yeah, you know Italy's also a very religious yes. country. There's that side too. Mm-hmm. So, no, he. I think though, I think there's a part of him too that just really gets a kick out of it. That yeah. so many people are like. Whoa about it. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. So let's
0: revert, let's rewind a little bit because people <laughs> are always curious about this question. How did you get into the industry? Like, how did that whole thing start?
1: How do you end up on the dark side? No, I'm yes. just kidding.
0: <laughs> it's from cookies. Oh, yes. You have cookies come to the dark side.
1: <laughs> it probably was. Yuri, she probably did have cookies. Um, your mom. No, you know, I. Gosh, going back to – so it was 1999, mm-hmm. and I had done some um, bondage mm-hmm. uh, photography. I had done, I think, the Gong Show. Like, I had just kind of done, like, a few cute little – Was it Ken
0: Marcus that you had done bondage for? Or was it somebody else? That was
1: a few years later. So okay. I think the first photographer – Ed Fox? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's so a blast from the, past. the Yeah, right? I'm going to take yeah. you way back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> How far do you want to go? <laughs> so – um Eric Crawl, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I so him. I had worked with some early photographers just mm-hmm. doing, you know, some bondage and then I went to Jim South. Cuz were you doing fashion modeling for? I was. Yeah, I, that okay. was when I was um about 15, 16. Okay. So I started in fashion. So you'd
0: started modeling, and then when you were 18, you're like, I'm going to maybe do some nudes, like, kick it up a notch. Yeah, kick okay. it up
1: a notch. And then I, I'll never forget, I was being Polaroided and at
0: Jim South. At Jim oh, South. So for those of you who don't know, Jim <laughs> South was like the OG agent. He also rep Jenna Jameson. Yeah. Like He was the only game in town. It was like, it's crazy how many different agents there are now. But back was, in the day, right? he, was he was like. The only Literally, he was like the only guy, and you would go in, and he would take polaroids of girls because right. before digital, and you would go into the office, and you would just go through these books, like these photo albums of polaroids of these girls, right. and and decide, you know, who you wanted to book, and it's so funny, you know, he's actually still
1: in business, really, yeah, but he doesn't, and his son too, because I think yes, I remember his, his son, son was, was also, yeah, yeah, I don't know if his son's running, he might have now. been who polaroided me, I don't remember, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: um but he yeah, he definitely doesn't pull the caliber caliber of girls that he used to, we'll put it that way.
1: But you know, he was such uh so it's funny, he was such a and a, he was good to me. He was, he was very nice good to guy. me. He was a nice
0: guy. Jim South, he, I have no problems with that guy. He
1: was always He was always a good dude. I want to say he was sitting with T.T. Boy in his office, and they were discussing something. So, uh, No, I remember. I'm sorry. So yeah, it was Junior. He was there as well, but there was another girl working the desk who she took me, and she walked me past everyone, I remember, because there were people sitting on couches. There were people drinking. I mean, it was like a little bit – I mean, like you said, he was the only one in town, so everyone was kind of meeting there and um, picking up their checks probably. So she takes me into this room, and she says, okay, look. I'm just going to take you to Suze Randall. And I was like, okay, who's that? Like, you know, I'm thinking, am I just, you know, what am I getting into? And she says, because I think I'm pretty sure she could get you into Penthouse. And so I thought, Penthouse, okay, well. And I remembered now seeing Suze Randall. I remember always seeing her name Mm -hmm. on all these penthouses. And beautiful magazines and hustlers. And so I thought that might be good for me to start like mm-hmm. doing nude magazines. I wasn't – I hadn't even heard of adult movies yet. Yeah. So when I walk out, that was my first path cross- crossing was TT Boy. Yeah. And they asked me if I was ready to shoot. And I was, and then I just remember her going, no, 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 no. Like she took me away from the wolves at that moment. But yeah. So yeah, TT was like, well, wait a minute. I was, I was going to book her first. And she was like, no, 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 no. Suze is going to book her first. So I just remember. Break her in easy. Break her (laughs) in easy. Yeah. Which, you know, ironically, I worked with him. I had three great scenes with him. We Mm -hmm. had great chemistry. People always ask me you know, cause I shot Gonzo first, but yeah, I remember. And then I went to get, uh, I think it was over in Santa Monica. I went to her studio and she yes. took Polaroids with me. And, and that was back in the
0: day. Yeah. We and had I had that place.
1: And I did my studio. first, uh, shoot for her. It was club international. And then the following week was Penthouse. And yeah, I think I spent about a year and a half just shooting for Sue's. Yeah. We did some incredible work together yeah. and, like I said, looking back, I mean, there is nothing that I'm not happy with. I yeah. love, you know, all of the work I did. I never did anything that I didn't like to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really into extreme acts. I mm-hmm. knew I wasn't going to go that way. I would get a call, hey, Tara, it's Jim, you know, someone <laughs> so wants to book you on. Are you free Tuesday? I mean, I think I shot once a week. It was just yeah. really easy back then. I mm-hmm. could just shoot one scene and – he was like, uh, you know, just make sure you got your test with you. Like, you know, it yeah. was just really easy. But he really was helpful to me. I remember we sat one afternoon. We had lunch. He would go to the same place for lunch. He um, And I was kind of already a step ahead. I had a mm-hmm. very good friend back then who mentored me, and she got me into, like, banking and finance mm-hmm. and trademarking. And that kind of saved me in the beginning of my career because yeah. early on, you know, I made sure that I had – uh, all of that straight. I yeah, mean, you are
0: fiscally responsible because I mean you see so many girls that come in and all they go from making nothing to making all of a sudden all this money, and it's, they think that the money is just going to keep coming in, and then they just blow it on purses and shoes and cars they can't afford, and then it's crazy. It dries up, and then they're like, "Oh shit, now what do I do?" You know, exactly because they haven't honed any other life skills either.
1: Well, that's the thing that I always try, you know, to say. I mean, people always want you, you know, to give them advice, and I've always said you're making more money in your life right now than mm-hmm. your parents or any you would have to have a degree. I mean, you'd have to be, you know, you'd have to have a law degree, you'd have to have some kind of medical degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to make this kind of money and they just they can't wrap their head around that yeah. because to, you know, it's porn has just kind of become this portal for like Easy money, yeah. And then girls think, well, I might not want to shoot next week, so I'm going to get into FinDom, and then I'm going to make a ton of money from that. And it's like, well, now there's ten thousand other girls that are in FinDom this week, so yeah. you know they don't understand why they're just not able to make all this money. And like you said, I mean, I've always said you. Having a $2,000 handbag, Mm -hmm. this is something, in my opinion, that I would buy, like, once every five years. And that was after I'd socked away, like, what I wanted to financially sock away so I could feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. They buy this stuff on every trip. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, like, I don't know how – I mean, I've gone on set and seen, like – Thousands of dollars just in purses and shoes, and I thought, and you Ubered here? Yeah. Like, it's just bizarre to me. Or they yeah. don't even have a place to live. Right. So I just think that – it's not even the adult industry, athletes, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, rappers. I mean, all facets of the entertainment industry. It's very hard to, you know, a lot of managers don't teach that type of responsibility early on. You know, it's like money, 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 money. And I think it just kind of blows your head up and they don't really, or you have, I mean, the dreaded entourage. I see people with like 20, they can't function without a makeup artist or Mm -hmm. an assistant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is not an assistant because they're not helping you. They're spending your money.
0: Yeah, but, they're like, yeah, getting running and getting you like Starbucks is
1: like not something that you necessarily need to have. You know, have you twenty four seven? Yeah, and they're maybe nineteen twenty two. Yeah, so I'm like, when you're twenty four, and then they think you're old at like thirty. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I just I would really like to see. I always tell the girls, you know, I mean, I get so many on DM too. I'm like, I'm happy to to steer you in the right way. I would, you know, just to just to financially. You know, be more responsible mm-hmm. or even like medical. Like, a lot of them are afraid to get like medical insurance oh, or buying think- a house, or these are just life things you need to know. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Sister T will help you out. I you know. know. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, that's kind of where, you know, like trying to wrap it up here is just like I said, these are things that I try to push on and impress on the new girls mm-hmm. now, you mm-hmm. know, because I just want to see, you know, the girls doing better.
0: Yeah. Because if you're careful about, you know, what you do with your money and how you manage it, you can set yourself up and do well. I mean, you know, look at you. You're fucking living the dream in (laughs) Italy, you know, like you're working for yourself and you're setting your own schedule and you're raising your daughter. and. Did did having a kid like really change your perspective
1: on everything and how you wanted to live your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, like I said, we were comfortable here and her father and I actually funny enough, we had met when he molded my pussy for flesh. Oh, light. I remember because <laughs> yes. I was
0: there. Yes. And I remember when we were um flying back and we were all on Southwest. Yeah. And you were in the boarding group before us. Oh, I
1: was so proud. I was that cocky. I had A1. So I was yeah. super cocky. I was yep. A1. I was making sure everyone yep. knew that I was A1 and yep. I was in front. And you had your glasses on. You guys were like C54. Yeah. I was so <laughs> exhausted. And you I remember like,
0: so Tony and I were, were in line. Yeah. And um, we're going down the, the aisle and you're sitting there and there's an open seat next to you. And you're like, hey, Holly, come sit next to me. I'm like, I'm going to go to the back and like steal a whole row. Yeah, and lay down we were and go exhausted. to sleep cuz i was so tired i'm like
1: tony you should sit with Tara. you guys like hang out and then he sat with you he sat so i sat on the ends and the middle was free so i moved in the middle yeah. so he could have the aisle and he was like oh cool thanks puts his bag there and falls asleep I said, Oh, no, I did not A1 board to sit in the middle to have you fall asleep on me. But no, it was he was really nice about it. And yeah, we have now a daughter that's six, Sophia. And yeah, he was super supportive, like go to Italy. And so rewinding and then going forward. So Sue's started my career. Mm-hmm. I started with her, and then you were like in the second half. Because everyone should know that you can keep a secret. You knew I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and I I came to you and I said, okay, I'm going to shoot a ton of content. I'm right. going to shoot up my website, and I want you to do it because yeah. I knew that you would know. And we had you to would, do certain hey, angles yeah. and wear certain
0: wardrobe. Oh, I remember that. I'm like, fuck, I
1: got it. You not the were first, the only one that knew. Yeah, and you you're, you're not the, the first
0: one. person who I've had to hide pregnant before. By the way, I've so shot we other know girls had to hide
1: that you it. <laughs> That you can keep a secret, yeah. yeah. Nobody knew you were the only one that knew, and then, yeah. So that was, and that's all. That's so like the um that phase of you know really that that phase of shooting really mm. cemented for me that I would never go back. Yeah. I, after my daughter being born, I was never going to go back and shoot hardcore. But yeah. a lot of the work that we created together made me realize I can still exist, mm-hmm. you know, shooting glamour and mm-hmm. shooting nudity and shooting softcore. And that's kind of always been my style anyway. Right. Like I've always tried to just kind of keep it, you know, I loved shooting Gonzo early on and that was fun for me, but mm-hmm. I just never found myself being really extreme. Mm-hmm. And back to what you said, they know, fans know, they can tell. They yeah. know when you're uncomfortable yeah. or they know when you're doing something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So, um Yeah god it's so crazy, <laughs> it's not crazy. we've yeah. known each other for such a long time it's so it's so amazing and you were my my best friend Charmaine star we're mm-hmm. still very close uh you shot her she as well. was the
0: first girl that I shot that wasn't somebody that I knew so like when I first started shooting for my <laughs> mom I know when I first started shooting for my mom like I you know at first when I first started working for my parents I was only doing like office admin stuff and then I was assisting her oh, okay and then when my very first shoot that I did was Amy Sweet, who's still oh, one of my best friends. Yeah. Actually, I
1: love. Her. Um, she
0: lives close to me, and yeah, she's still one of my best friends. So we
1: were pet of the year the same year. Mm-hmm. She was in my year as well. Yeah. Amy Sweet. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, so I shot her, and then Alexis Winston, who yeah. was also a friend. Like the three of us were good friends, and so I shot because my parents were running their websites at the time. So oh, okay. I first started shooting them, and that was kind of like easy for me because they were girls that I knew. We were friends because right. I was totally nervous. Like I could not get any direction. Like, I couldn't ask you to, like, undress. I couldn't ask now you to, like, topless. spread your legs. Like, none of that. I was just terrified. I was just like, click, 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 click. And, like, you know, they knew what they were doing. Well, they were
1: patient. Like, yeah, they knew how exactly. to get in the and, and like I
0: said, we were friends, so it was comfortable. So finally, when, you know, I think my mom thought I was ready, because she really, like, kind of, like, hand-fed me, you know, certain things as, you know, as I progressed and became better, she'd, like, let me move up a step or shoot on location. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she was very Trolled over what I did in the beginning, sure. and uh, so she was like, "There's this great model, Charmaine Star, and Club wants a centerfold on her. Oh, okay. and I'm gonna let you shoot her." And I was okay. terrified because I didn't know her,
1: right? You know, right. this was my
0: first time shooting somebody that I that I didn't know. You don't know her
1: personality, d- what she's gonna be
0: like. Yeah, you know. and I, you know, didn't have the confidence yet. And, um, and it, you know, she was awesome, obviously, yeah. and the, she, she was easy. And, you know, my mom hand-fed me models that knew what they were doing. Sure. So that I didn't really have to give them direction.
1: <laughs> you didn't get, like, the, the flat-footed. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Because yeah. you might have thrown down the camera exactly, and not have gone this far right Exactly. Now, they sure knew thing.
0: what they were doing, and, she, you know, she gave me her assistance and her stylist. So, like, basically it was, like, super easy for me in the beginning. And then as I learned, I, you know— Now, like, I can shoot – I shoot, like, brand-new girls who don't know what they're doing all the time, and that's kind of, like, my specialty Ah. is working with new girls, so.
1: Which is such an honor, I think, for them, too, and I know, like, you know – well it's 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 I love shooting with a woman mm-hmm. you know for me like I said you you'll know when the corner of my eyelash is popping mm-hmm. off there's just certain details I feel like that and there's a huge comfort level aside mm-hmm. from you I work with Lisa Boyle a lot she's awesome and she, she shot me actually I know I, heard I saw her to that shoot me, yeah. and you know it's like kind of like we said there's just I think some kind of camaraderie that's there there's just some type of feeling and I think having been a model you know that's why even when I was trying to direct girls too, I know those positions suck and Mm -hmm. I know some of them hurt and like you said you just kind of there's just a certain way that you can have uh, you know Uh,
0: yeah I think that you can empathize with them and also too as a woman you know how uncomfortable it can be to expose yourself to a bunch of strangers you know things you have to hide like you said you
1: knew my you just knew the angles to yeah
0: and and as a woman like I get it that you've got like a, a part of your body that maybe Maybe you're you're like you know a little you don't bit like nervous about or, yeah exactly yeah. so like just because i have the same thing you know i can kind of relate and I don't know, sometimes I feel like, you know, men, all they see is like the vagina and the boobs and they're
1: like, and they forget all the rest of it. Right. They have, they just have, they know what they need to shoot and so they get that first. Like, it's like meat and potatoes, you know, so they kind of, yeah. But
0: it's like, and then on some levels, sometimes guys are better at certain things than I Mm. am, you know. Like, I remember I shot for browsers a couple of times, but. You know, I just I I wasn't the right fit for them. You know, I wasn't getting those super wide angle shots of making the ass look huge and the vagina looking
1: big. Oh, you know right. what I mean? They
0: have a very specific thing that they want, and right. I just wasn't getting getting what they needed. So it wasn't the right fit. So I'm not right for every brand. Sure, sure. You know, like I I work for I'm good for like twisties. You know, obviously when I was working for Playboy, I was good for Playboy, like the glamour, yeah. And but the, like you know, yeah. when people if you try to get me to shoot hardcore Gonzo, it's just not. I'm just not, it's just not gonna <laughs> it's work. not
1: me. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's something like going, you know, when I look at content now, it's funny because, like I said, I direct a lot of my stuff towards like glamour or certain fetishy things I like. I'm not understanding. I remember when fake boobs were so taboo. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I see butts coming around to the front. Oh, I, I don't dude. understand this. Like I've yeah. always said, I'm coming, not going. Like yeah. I'm like all in the <laughs> front. Like I can't make it clap. Um, I can't do any of that. I mean, my back would probably, it would go out. I just probably not even probably it would go out. Like if I I mean, I love Tori Black. She's yeah. like an incredible twerker dancer. Yeah. You know? She probably does the triple anal back flip flip and then twerks. Yeah. But um I can't do that. And now I see these butts. It's like their butt comes around to the front. It's yeah. like the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I'm not judging and I'm not being um hostile. It's just yeah, it's a very different trends like you're saying all these trends that are popping up now. Yeah, it's know? really
0: interesting. Like big butts were never really a big thing no. before and now it it's It was like, about the boobs. Yeah, and now it's like about the butt. So yeah, really they're like,
1: you have boobs, get the fuck out of here, you know? It's <laughs> like, you know, can you make those clap, you know? Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. D- the trends, all the different stuff. But, you know, it's what I love about the adult industry the most, like I've said, is any type – there. There's so many beautiful women in this mm-hmm. industry from A to Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's v- been very accepting, mm-hmm. you know, of all types of women. I agree. Whereas, like when you start in fashion or some of like the glamour magazines, I remember Perfect Ten. You know, mm-hmm. there were so many magazines they wouldn't take me because it's like you're too tall, you're too short, you're too th- you're not thin enough. Yeah, they like you, know, you really skinny girls or yeah. There was just certain, so you felt bad. I mm-hmm. mean, it does something to your self esteem. Yeah, you know, when you don't look a certain way, and so porn has been really open about come yeah. on in make a clap make it rain yeah make it bounce because there's going
0: to be somebody like whatever you are they're going to be into that into it, you know yeah. and especially when the internet came along and really opened up all those channels I and agree. now people could seek out their specific fetishes you know like right. and i had carla lane on a while ago and she's oh, you know like her. yeah she's yeah, great she's, she's a plus-size performer yeah. and she actually it's funny she's like almost not fat enough.
1: Right. Like right. like she
0: was saying that you know that she's almost like in the middle. Like, you know, there's girls who are like bigger than her, um, who kind of like dominate that market. And you know, right. she so but it's like everybody has something that they're into and she has her fans who love her for how she looks, love her her body size, and she's proud of it, and she like feels sexy and beautiful, and like I mean, that to me is amazing, you know. And that is something that the mainstream industry hasn't really embraced yet. I feel like right. porn is really kind of ahead of the mainstream industry in that in that
1: genre. I mean, you're seeing it change a little bit, but but it's it's so small, it's so minute. Yeah. Like they'll get a girl that's oh wow, one thirty instead of yeah. one fifteen, right? right? That's a big stretch. I but know. I know what you're saying, and I've that's something that I've always tried to push. I just performed in um, Greenville and South. Carolina this past weekend. And there were so many couples and so many women in the strip clubs. And it's back to that stigma. Like, you know, People love porn. People mm-hmm. there aren't people aren't as prude. I think as I mean, I've had so many guys say, oh, "I don't know if I should be here at Exotica." You know, my boss. What if he's here? Da, da, da. I'm like, he's here and you're here. Yeah, so exactly. that Guys, probably <laughs> my bond over that. That means it's okay because right. you're both here. So I mean, it's 2018. Why can't you just be man enough to accept that? You know, you like you like you're here to see your favorite actresses. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that that's kind of. It's nice. It's nice that that there's so there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. I really think that. People used to think that porn was just blonde and big boobs and like it was just kind of one way and it's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's really every body type, every fetish type, you know, and yeah. it's even becoming more. I mean, I feel I have to like reference the urban dictionary. To figure out what some of these terms are, I'm like felching, okay? Like you know, I mean, I don't know. There's so much. What is felching? So I guess it's when you come in the ass and then you put in a straw to sip it out. Ah, I know. Well, you know what? You you know. So funny enough, I didn't know what swirly porn was. I saw that on your Twitter one day, and I was like reading your tweets and googling at the same time, and I was like. Like that. Yeah. So you've grossed me out. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, I
0: know, right? Oh. But
1: what is this? But well, hey. for those of you who
0: don't know, swirly porn is when you're fucking a girl from behind over a toilet and then you dunk her head in the toilet and then you flush it.
1: I mean, what? <laughs> It's so yeah, fucked up. Yeah, It's so no, fucked up. No, no, no,
0: And you no. know who was doing some of those was Rocco. <laughs> yeah, he
1: is definitely – so, He he went kind of hardcore. For a while there. Yeah. Well, probably still. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. he's – I accepted an award on stage uh, about a year ago in Florence, in Firenze. And I, I remember before he gave me my award, Tara, why we no fuck together? And I was <laughs> yeah. like – Okay, so it's, do I get to make a speech, or do I have to? Is that my speech, and I have to answer you? Yeah, we <laughs> never worked together. A lot of fans always asked for that. They said, "Why didn't she work with um, Rocco?" You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just yeah, I would have loved to have. Um, I would have loved to have worked with Tori. Tori Black. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh I, I like her a lot. Yeah. And I like Vicki Chase a lot yes. too. Yes.
0: Both so. like really smart girls. Um and beautiful. beautiful. They're
1: incredible performers. Mm-hmm. And I just really love their persona, both of their personalities. Yeah. yeah. I like Missy Martinez a lot too. Oh, she's hilarious. She makes me laugh. You know, she she's so hot funny. and funny, so yeah. I really like her a lot. Yeah, and
0: I love Missy. I love Missy's like self-deprecating sense of humor. I had yes. her on the podcast as well. And I've also had Tori Black on. I haven't had Vicky Chase on yet but I'm sure I will um, but, yeah, it's it's always really nice. And that's what I love about this podcast is I get – I mean, I know you. You know, We've spent so much time together. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice for me to sit down with these girls that, you know, I've spent 10 hours a day on set with them, but I don't really know them. You
1: don't get a chance to yeah. talk. Or, and, yeah. like,
0: really, it's always – I always walk away really impressed and inspired and, you know, feeling like, wow, these are so much more than what I thought they were, you know? And that's kind of, like, what I love about this show is, like, I really want to show everybody that these girls are not just, like, porn stars they're not just sex objects like they're human beings they yeah. have their stories they have their dreams they have their fears and you know it's it's been really it's been a really incredible journey yeah. actually that
1: we're not one dimensional right. you know it's it's very interesting i think that you know a lot of I love still doing the Exotica show, Mm -hmm. porno garage sale or not. (laughs) It's been 16 years I've done, or 12 years um, I've done, I've been there from the beginning. It has given me an opportunity to not just stay current, you Mm -hmm. know, because, you know, listen, guys Google every day. My stuff, meaning my body of content, my work, I mean, terrapatrick.com, I'll I'll keep it up. I don't Mm -hmm. know, you know, for a while now, but, you know, guys find you, Mm -hmm. I mean, and they get younger and younger, but my stuff isn't on my, my stuff isn't like number one on all of the because it's been a while since I've yeah. shot content. But right. being out in the public and being able to meet my fans and let them see me, and then new fans go, so it just keeps perpetuating mm-hmm. all of my keeps all of you my relevant, stuff. yeah, exactly. And they get to know you, and even if they talk to you for five minutes, five seconds, making that impression is really important to me because they see who you are. Mm-hmm. Behind your DVD, Kate, well, that's so – like, what What are we putting out now? Behind your – behind the screen, you know, when yeah. you Google you, like, like they're like, oh, DVDs. DVDs. <laughs> you know, well, you know, funny enough, and I was not around in this time. I started in 1999, so – and I didn't even shoot hardcore till two thousand. So sometimes I'll get guys that'll go, Well, in nineteen, you know, in the nineties, I'm like, that wasn't me. You yeah. know, um, but I had one guy come to a club with some VHS of Asia Carrera. And I was <laughs> like, Okay, like, you know, I'm just gonna cut him a break and like give him a signed autograph. But he was like, Well, can you sign these? I'm like, first of all, that's not me. And second of all, I will buy you a DVD player if you <laughs> buy some of my DVDs. Like, you can't bring roll up with VHS in here. That is crazy. I had a guy Insist, I was Asa Akira. Oh, I mean, bringing me her pictures that's and that's gotta just be like, so
0: infuriating. You're like, hello, not all Asian people look, look the same. Little, I
1: mean, yeah. you're not even full Asian, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and also, I think there's like a tattoo, a height difference, hair color you difference. You don't look anything like it, Asa, thank you. She, <laughs> but she was like, oh, really now? Oh, so you know, I'm like, <laughs> so now are you, she's gonna go put on a red wig? No, but I mean, I'm like, it's like two heads, one brain. I don't get it, like, yeah. I don't know if they just don't. Yeah. You know, think, but. So were you saying earlier that you're working as a chemist in I'm, Italy now? Yeah, that's what. So I want to go in. So I don't read and are, I, I can't read and write uh, and speak Italian mm-hmm. well enough yet, mm-hmm. but I would. That's my ultimate goal. I'd like to work in a pharmacy and I'd wow. like to make, yeah, creams. And so it's funny when you were talking about Aria, like studying bugs, but mm-hmm. she still wants to be around wine. I mean, I I don't know if I'd ever full blown go into medicine, mm-hmm. but uh, I would like to, yeah, I mean, there's uh, the beauty market. It's always interested in, interested me, and my mom's like, "Make cream, make me look young again." You know, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of a transition that I feel like it's been in the process for about three years now. Have you thought it, about starting like a makeup line or like a like a skincare line? Maybe I mean, skincare, not you makeup. Look,
0: you look fucking amazing, like oh. seriously, you don't have any wrinkles. Like it's <laughs> like really
1: unfair. These creams I'm making, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, coconut and hy- um, hyaluronic acid are. Some of the main ingredients so I can make you something too. Really? Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But mean, that But this is where I want to go and I right. think that it's a natural uh, transition you know mm-hmm. for me uh, and I enjoy the work right now. I have a little ways of studying to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chemistry is not easy Ugh. and yeah, yeah no. so no uh, but yeah that's definitely the direction that I'm headed so yeah so cool. I feel like I'm in the right place Switzerland, Italy like there's a huge open market for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be a lot more complicated here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, complicated just the legalities of it and going yeah. back to school. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. And I think that also that's one thing I have noticed over there too is that, you know, the way I'm you know just food the, the different food I'm eating you know I mean I eat a carrot and it tastes like a carrot I mean yeah. it's just the food there is incre- I remember like the so tomatoes different. tasted
0: like candy that was like the one thing that I remembered like everything's so fresh there like you can't have a
1: bad meal in Italy no and people keep asking me like how are you not gaining all this weight eating but I'm like pasta is not the only thing we eat over there like we have so much fresh seafood and fresh fish that comes from the Adriatic and it doesn't and have all
0: those like mm-hmm. preservatives in it and all those hormones, and are you doing a lot of walking too? Because I do. I
1: don't even have a car. Yeah. Lisa was shocked. She's like, oh, "So we're." I'm like, "I walk." Yeah, I, I, we have a Vespa. Yeah, you know, but I walk everywhere. I enjoy walking to my fish market, to the vegetable market. You know, life. The lifestyle over there is just different. <sighs> You're making From me one want to, to move four, to Italy. Everything's all right, I'm moving closed. to Italy. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, cause. it was just like just sounds like such a like idyllic lifestyle. I'm just uh, sometimes I'm so over sitting on the floor. 5, you know, for fucking 5 hours trying to get home and just like the insanity of the
1: city. My husband could not believe Alberto could not believe that. He's funny because when when we first when I first brought him to LA, mm-hmm. I said, "Where do you want to go? Where do you want to stay?" And I'm thinking he'll say Beverly Hills or mm-hmm. he says Venice Beach. Venice. Is, I said, "Are yeah. you sure? Like that's a little downtown." And he was like, "I love it, baby. I want to go to Venice Beach." And so I'm laughing because You know, now that I'm 30 minutes away from Venice and I live near Ven- the real Venice, it's like instead of San Marco, it's St. Mark's over here. Yeah. So he was just a little bit curious, I think, to see some of the cultural differences. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. when I took him to the Palazzo in, yeah. in Vegas, I was so ashamed. <laughs> Vegas. You know, I mean, I mean, it's 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 America. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully done, but obviously it's very different from over there. But he yes. was just he thought it was really funny. Like he was kind of like, oh, okay, this is your Venice, you know? Yeah. This is, so now I get it. Now I get the Venetian. Now I get what the lions mean. Now I get what everything is because right. I'm really over there. So, right. but they love. You know, in Italy, they love Americans. They love American culture. I meet so many girls that I dance with in the clubs, or that I work with, and they're just like, one day I want to go to Los Angeles, and I'm like, okay, baby. It's
0: funny. We're over here like dying to get over there. Yeah, they (laughs) want to
1: come here. It's always, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's different. That's all it is. This is something very different. I mean, girls over there are like, you know, what's Rodeo Drive like? And it's so cute, you know, because I'm like, well, we might sit in the one I want. I mean, yeah, the one literally Rodeo Drive so the four oh five is all there. tourists, yeah.
0: Like, it's all tourists.
1: Yeah. Shopping, taking all the, yeah, the pictures. They love all, like, the little shops, like, sprinkle. They love all those little candy and cupcake shops Mm -hmm. that we have, you know. And it's beautiful over there, but it's different over here, too, you know. The the food is so hard, though. My husband, he tapped out about a week ago, and he says, I'm going home. He wants, like, real bruschetta, real caprese. He wants, like, real Italian food. And real Italian food, as you know, is very different than what a lot of people think it is. So I'm not eating pasta every day. I mean, it's just very different, you know. People think you're going to get huge, but...
0: Yeah, no, I remember when I went to Rome, I thought I was going to put on weight from all the pasta and all the wine and everything, but... But I didn't. I lost weight and also all the walking. Like, I came back skinnier. It was really Rome is a
1: walking city. Rome, you walk everywhere to the Colosseum, to everywhere. But like you said, the food, I mean, the pasta that they make has three ingredients. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't sit on a shelf for a month and Mm -hmm. have all this, you know, artificial stuff inside. So, are you hungry yet? I I I am, actually. (laughs) You know, yeah. But I I do love it. I'm grateful that, you know, uh, I'm able to to be there and still come back here and Mm – Yeah, you got to come visit me. Believe me, girl, (laughs) I am so there.
0: I am so there. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it's you been for having so me. incredible to see you. Um, can you tell everybody where they can find you online?
1: Yes. So uh, I am at terrapatrick.com, and you will find links on there to my flashlight, my new book that's coming out, Happy Ending, and uh, Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas, my webcam schedule, anything Tara Patrick is on terrapatrick.com. So and thank you. Perfect. Yeah.
0: And you can find me um, at Holly Randall on Twitter and Instagram. And we are actually, after this, going to do a little fan submitted QA, which will Ooh. only be available on my Patreon. So if you want to see her answers to your questions, you can go to patreon.com Holly Randall Unfiltered and also be eligible for all kinds of other cool prizes. I give away books, I give away signed prints, um, all kinds of stuff um, for you guys supporting my podcast, which I appreciate so much because I could not do this without you guys. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Arr. That was such a great catch-up with Tara. It was amazing to see like how incredible she looks, and it was just really wonderful to see how much she's grown and how much she's loving her new life in Italy. And, you know, she really just seems like a different person. I've seen her go through a lot of ups and downs in her life, and she just really seems to have settled down into, you know, a life that makes her happy. And she just seems so incredibly fulfilled. And I I won't lie, I feel a little bit jealous, but definitely inspired. And thank you so much, Tara, for coming on. And don't think that I will not come and visit you in Italy, because that is definitely happening. Next week on the show, we will have transgender performer Eva Paradis. I don't know. I can't pronounce her name. She pronounces it in a beautiful Italian accent that I just totally butchered. So make sure that you tune in next week so that she can pronounce her name correctly and tell us all about what it's like to be a male-to-female transgender porn in the industry. So don't miss the episode next week of Holly Randall Unfiltered.